Garage fam, welcome to the NASCAR race recap, uh, Tejas edition uh, for the 2022, the year of our Lord, 2022 all-star race at Texas Motor Speedway. Uh, a wild one, a, uh, a race that we will never forget. And on this recap episode, um, I have a very special guest, a guest that has not been on the show in a long time. I've been searching for him been trying to find him he is an all-star he got his game on um he plays but not like a child he plays like a man on a mission doing cool things it is cody fucking powers hey cody hey hey, it's been a while cody my man thank you how's life how's life up in uh in in the mountains of, of tennessee uh pleasant as always um weather's not been great it's either 100 degrees or it's 60 degrees and raining Mm. yeah uh, i don't like weather swings uh especially in louisiana uh one day your your ass is sweating like shrek swamp the next day um you know you want to go find a nice sweater uh but be careful because by the afternoon it might be shrek swamp in your ass again Oh, y'all get the seasons in days. We mm-hmm. we get our seasons by the week. Our seasons age like flies um, here in Louisiana. You never know what you're gonna get. Yeah, razzmatazz, baby, razzmatazz. Kind of like kind of like the All Star race. You never we didn't know what we were gonna get, and uh, now we know what we got uh, at Texas Motor Speedway in Tejas. Uh, so there's a lot to unpack in this episode. Obviously, uh, having Cody on, you already know. A new Naspiracies will be. I probably messed that up. I should just let you sing it, but it's okay. You want to do it one more time? It, no, it, it worked. We'll keep All it. All right. All right. We'll hold on to it. Sorry if you didn't like it. It's, it's your fault. Um. So anyway, back to what I was saying, a lot to unpack for the all-star race, Texas Motor Speedway. Also going to be talking about the Naspiracy, and we will not unleash what that Naspiracy is until it's time to unpack the case uh, from its uh, its its recent recently filed files. It's actually a recent uh, Naspiracy that it's we have. Very recent. Uh, kind of like it's still ongoing. Yes, it is something that's happening right now. So make sure that uh, you either A, listen to this whole podcast, or B, just fast forward to the end and just listen to that and then just go on about your day. Whatever you want to do, it's not my place to judge. Skip to 0.00 and then hit play from there and you should hear it. Mm -hmm. It'll it'll be last week's show and it'll be a great time for you um actually it had had uh the the betting day for the all-star race was pretty rough it was a bad bad time for a lot of the industry um especially for everybody that puts their stuff on action network talk a little bit about the betting upset of the century after one of uh the biggest heaters uh garage guys has had in a minute i feel like with uh with old dale tanhart who is by the way actually in a coma um at the claiborne uh, retirement facility. So Dale is still retired for anyone that, that was wondering, um, but he is in a coma. So please send your prayers. Uh, he may also be sleeping. Apparently there was a roommate that he had um, that was uh, eating too much pudding and vomiting profusely and shitting on the floor. So that's funny, dude. Yeah. The moment you say vomiting, I'm, I'm in a coma too. Mm-hmm. He's so he's just, you know, he's trying to get transferred couldn't get to the to to the nurse in time for for chess and went into a coma. 
Uh, so say prayer for him. But uh, yeah, so we'll uh, we'll unpack a little bit of that. We'll talk a little bit about the Open, the All Star Race. Uh, I guess really uh, how you know, I, maybe even the Xfinity Race. I don't know. We'll we'll talk about it all. We'll talk about T Haas. We won't talk about the Buckies across the street, uh, and we won't talk about uh, but the fact why? Well, because I feel like after you know last year when you and I went to the Bucky's across the street uh, countless we, times how many times did we go in that Bucky's a lot of times a lot of times but I feel like you know it's th- this is the truth if you've been in one Bucky's you've been in all Bucky's okay but they're always magical you know that I am a strong advocate for just Bucky's world domination yeah so. Walt Disney froze himself because they he rode the, it's a small world after all too many times it's kind of like uh Bucky's. I don't know. I can't confirm that he actually froze himself because of that reason. He may have been riding uh, Epcot, the ride at Epcot too much. Uh, but when you do one thing so many times, it just kind of like gets gets old and mundane. Maybe I'm just a little salty towards Bucky's. I think that's it. That's got to be it, dude. Every time I walk into a Bucky's, it's like going to Disney World. It's magical. It's a Walmart gas station. The Wall um, of Beef Jerky. That that is that is one of the saving graces and their brisket sandwich. I will what say are, that. Or what? I'm about to commit a Bucky sin here. What are the uh, the popular chocolate candies from Bucky's? I, I would not know that. I've never been to the bakery. They're oh. good. They're good. It's like it's a staple to Bucky's. Now forget what it is. Was it like a cone of peanut chocolate covered peanuts or something? A, yeah, but it's kind of in like a a, a cup. I'll never understand why people put like candy in, in ice cream cones at gas station, Walmarts at Bucky's because it's like just tricking you because it should be ice cream. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Everything's bigger in Texas though. So uh, yeah. Anyway, great time. Shout out. You Bucky's and I. One good time. Shout, shout out to Cody's first trip to Bucky's. Dude. The, the yeah, photo. I, I, I literally changed. That was like, you know, <laughs> I, I didn't. That was a, a great moment. Or anything like that to become a man. Uh, my, my rite of passage to becoming a man was when I walked into a Bucky's. Yeah. I will say this. Like, I can't remember much of like the actual apparel you had. All I remember from that photo is that you were holding a blue icy and I wanted, and I just feel like you were wearing some sort of like old Navy tech vest from 1999 with a Bucky shirt on underneath it. I may be wrong. You're probably just wearing a t-shirt. So yeah, it was the Bucky shirt that I had bought. We, we got separated in Bucky's and I got lost and didn't know what to do other than buy that a happens in Bucky's yeah. sometimes. So I bought the shirt and put the shirt on like standing in the middle of the store. And then like you just walk up and there I am in my Bucky shirt drinking Dude. my slushy. Yeah, it's just like Bucky's is the one like you go to a gas station and you can like, you know, it's it's not it's not. Uh, a sin to like pull like a drink out of the cooler start drinking it before you check out you go to bucky's you're like putting a full-blown apparel on before you check out while eating your full meal too leaning leaning up on the cash register to like check out get the barcode yeah it's just like don't want to take it off got to save all my tags yeah and the pic that picture specifically i'm a deer like in the headlights too like i am just zoned out i am in the bucky's realm 
You really were. Um, and, and it was a beautiful moment. But JK, this show is not brought to you by Bucky's as much as we talked about them. They don't sponsor us at all. But who does sponsor us is Hooters. Shout out to Hooters. Right now, if you go to order.hooters.com or you go to the Hooters app and you download it on your phone, you can use promo code GarageGuys to save $10 off any $30 order or more uh, at, at Hooters on to-go orders only. Okay. Uh, $10 off is worth the 30 minute drive for me to get to Hooters, by the way. It is, it is, you know, and, and it's a beautiful thing. And not only that, but you can also use the Hooters promo code uh, as well to go and, you know, eat at Hooters, just, just garage guys, use it uh, $10 off any $40 or more order um, when you eat inside. So there's that as well. But yeah, again, valid at participating locations for delivery and carry out orders only at Hooters. Okay. Don't forget it. All right. That's fine print. Um, but yeah, we like Hooters. Uh, so shout, shout out, out to Daytona them. Wings. Shout out to Daytona Wings. Big fan of Daytona Wings. I love Daytona Wings. Um, I, I actually am excited. Two weeks from now, we'll be in St. Louis. Uh, the Hooters car will actually be in St. Louis for uh, Worldwide Technology Raceway. Uh, Please. Mm-hmm. Hooters car is going to be there. That is a beautiful scheme this season. I can't wait to it, see it. it. This is my own free word saying that. I think Hooters has the best scheme of the season, and we've not like gotten to see it in its full glory yet. We're, we're going to get to see it, and then we're going to get to see it two more times as well. But um, the, the main thing is, is that you need to see it for yourself with your own eyes. And if you are going to be in St. Louis – Definitely hit us up on Twitter uh, at Garage Guys FS. Uh, hit me up at Garage Guy Chase. Hit just hit Cody up. Even you know, even though Cody might not be there, just Cody F and Powers. Yeah, hit me up, and then I'll hit Chase up to hit you up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like, you, you got to let Cody know what you're doing. Uh, if you're gonna let me know what you're doing, that's just that's the rules. That's how it yep. works. You tag Cody, you tag me, and that's how we do it. We're just, you're you're constantly CC'd. From here on out, forever. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. You, you I can see like Cody on all of your tweets to me. I'll, from here I'll on just out. have like a generic response to everybody, where it still refers it back to you. Yeah, I love that. Speaking of generic responses, uh, we'll go ahead and just kind of like move into the weekend. We'll just—I just want to start it off just with the you know the All Star Race Day itself. Uh, I got a new Texas Terry hat. Uh, big, big Terry two-time guy. We love Terry Labani over in this neck of the woods. Kellogg's number five. Uh, shout out Terry two time. He is from Texas. So is his brother, Bobby, Texas, Terry, Mm -hmm. Texas, Terry. He is from Texas. Uh, despite popular belief, Bobby, however, uh, is also from Texas. Tricked you. Texas, Um, Bobby. mm, But see, it just doesn't work. I think about like Hank Hill, you know, like, like Terry is actually Hank and Bobby is Bobby, his son. That's how he's treated in real life too. Apparently. (laughs) I love that. Yeah. Yeah. So (laughs) it's, uh, it's kind of, it's kind of funny. It's like, I, it just takes me back to that one scene of Hank of uh, of King of the Hill, where he's like, "You see, Bobby, that's how he takes the wheel." It's like that was Terry <laughs> teaching Bobby how to drive. Um, but yeah, that was no, a good impression, by the way. Yeah, I, I I try to do really well with my Mike Judge impressions. I feel like I've done a pretty good job of those in my life. Maybe one day I'll break out an entire Beavis and Butthead uh, manifesto Run the show like that. Yeah, just the whole thing. I don't even want to get into it now. But I do want to start off by saying the generic responses, what we were talking about. Um, I tweeted out in the beginning of the race. I said, Mary All-Star, let's do it for Terry. And I had my hat on. I had my Kellogg shirt. 
and I just had, I was just holding up, you know, this right here. Like it was kind of like crooked. Like I had my pointer finger up. And what I noticed is, is when I use the emoji on Twitter, the pointer finger is actually kind of like a hand shape of the state of Texas. And it, it's kind of weird. Like if you do it, if you, if you right now, unless you're driving a car, if you right now take your hand and put your pointer finger up and kind of stick your thumb out, kind of curve it in a V and then you take your three other fingers and like fold them in, you can kind of see like, Hey, I could see where that could be Texas. Oh yeah. Actually I do see that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it looks like that. So I literally just like wanted everybody to just put, put a finger up, put, put the pointers up for Terry. Cause it looked like Texas. And, Texas uh, in the sky. If you feel the vibe, that's it. That's it. Um, uh, what was that once for some reason, the Kanye song just was in my head. I'm a, I'm a touch the sky. Yeah, um, well, I was doing another Kanye song there. I was doing uh, Diamonds from Sierra Leone. Oh, Diamonds are forever. Put your hands up in the sky if you feel the vibe. Yeah. See, we yeah, just Texas in the sky. Yeah, we Texas were on the same. We Kanye. had the same artist. Yeah. Texas is for Kanye. Um, Kanye Kanye should definitely go to a race um, at some point. That'd be cool. Rick Ross is trying. Um, if you tuned into the show and you knew it was me and Cody off the jump, you already knew that this was going to go in a lot of directions. So I'm mean, just happy you're here. Thanks for listening. Um, Co- Cody knows too. Far. Yeah, that's impressive. Yeah, yeah you made it this far. I'm proud of you. Um, so, yeah, I started off the race with that. I feel like it would be some good energy to push into the air. And, uh, and there was a lot of people, anytime somebody would comment something about like, man, that's a cool hat or man, I love seeing Terry. I didn't respond any words. Just, just did that. Just did the pointer finger for Terry. And I didn't treat anybody differently. I just did the pointer finger for Terry. Did you get like called out at all? Was anybody like, what does that mean? No, there were actually some people actually taking photos of themselves doing it. And that okay. was even cool that's beautiful. too. Yeah, that's beautiful. I wanted to start a movement for Terry and I wanted Terry to see it, but then I forgot that he doesn't have Twitter. So no, no, no Terry Twitter. Um, so he needs to get on there. It just always amazes me that the, the rapid rate that I can find another T word to go behind Terry. Twitter, Terry, Twitter, Terry. <laughs> we need, we need, we need Twitter, Terry. I want Twitter, Terry bad. Um, but yeah, how so that's how I started out my all-star race. How did you start off your your all-star race, Cody? Um, beer, actually. So okay. I have this uh I have this ritual where if NASCAR's coming on Sunday, I wake up in a really good mood, ridiculously good mood, better than the other six days a week. And I usually start off my day by cracking me open a cold one because it's race day. Um yeah. I didn't go vintage for this year's all-star race. Mm. I actually decided to keep it with one of my boys and I continue my streak of cursing my drivers. Um, ironically, I was wearing Chase Elliott gear. Oh yeah. That's a, that's a pretty, pretty rough blow. That one sucked actually. Like there's really nothing like comical about it. Like dude just got like popped by the stray watermelon dude, bullet. Terrible luck. Yeah. Yeah, that was a rough one. We'll definitely get into that, too, because I know that ruined a lot of people's days that were betting on the All-Star race very early, including myself. Um, so uh, with one driver. So definitely just there was a lot of there was a lot of uh, there was a lot of, of, of hard felt moments to not only my heart, but to my wallet in that race. And it was just uh, you, you get to that point where you feel like you can't lose during a weekend. Right. You're like, there's no way we're losing this. So we started off the weekend. Um, you know, you started off your all-star race with some beer. 
curse and chase Elliott. Um, you know, Hooters will, will probably will, they'll forgive you for this one. It wasn't at Chase, though. I didn't curse at him because it yeah. was just it was out of his control, man. You just had the shirt on. And, you know, from now on, we'll make sure that we get you just like a, a nice, normal like Hooters race. I need a, shirt. I need a polo. I need just a plain Dude, black. A lot polo. of people are trying to get the polos. Uh, I saw they slick. They had a giveaway this past weekend. I saw that too. They gave away another polo. So a lot of people have been uh, have been asking us about our polos that we have. So we do own. I do own a polo. Um, I did get a polo just because of our go golfing in that too. I yeah yeah I haven't went golfing yet, but I have I've never been golfing to, either. But it's just it works. I went to a parent teacher conference with it. Wearing, yes, yes. Really? Did you get yeah. any looks? Were they like? I, you know, I, I have, I have, I, I did get like one look from this, this interim teacher for my child. And she was just kind of like, she was like, you work, you work for Hooters. You work at Hooters. I was like, no. And but she you was could just, use this code. Yeah. I was just like, I don't, I don't work for Hooters. I was just like, I work with Hooters. Why are you making my child cry? Um, so that was kind of how it went in, into that. My child actually wasn't crying. He just came home and he was mad because his mother sent cookies and that interim teacher just did not pass cookies out. And it was just like, well, who she does kept that? them for herself? I don't know if she, I'm not saying she did. I'm right. just saying you're that not saying she didn't. the cookies didn't get passed out. And right, my yeah. son, my son does not lie. He will tell me the truth. So it's like, I had to go in the strap to let her know that like, you know, you, you, you don't hold food from people. You know, you don't, especially cookies from first graders. Like if someone right. held wings from me from Hooters, I'd be, I'd be really mad. I'd be, I'd yeah, be upset. I, I would have gone home crying too, in all fairness. I would have cried. I would have found the wings and I would have told whoever that was to go. Kind of like that teacher. I, I don't think she's there anymore. Um, so all is well with the world. Did wear it to parent teacher conference, but you can wear it to a lot of different places. But I have been asked if I, if I work or if I, I actually was asked if I, uh, if I owned Hooters once. Really wearing that shirt, yeah, it's a pretty powerful polo. <laughs> you own, yeah, yeah. Do you own this huge company? Do like, you own the Hooters? Like, yeah. it's just like it's like you've which, known me for the last twenty five years. What are you talking about? Yeah, this woman Aunt did not Shirley, know me. What do you Adam. mean? <laughs> but yeah, she was. So yeah, you'll definitely the, the the polo brings the the, the power of the Hooters. So I'll say that much. But um, yeah, so going back. <laughs> We're, we're, we're going to be going back a good bit, um, going back into it though. So, you know, whenever we were kind of getting everything kicked off for the race, uh, you know, it, it was unfortunate. It sucked. And now we're at a point to where the open starting. Okay. So I completely forgot what we were talking about before we got into the Hooters and the golfing in the parent teacher conference. So I'm just uh, going to, yeah, we were talking about just the lead up to the race, the lead up to the race. That's where we are now. Thanks for tuning in. Um, so anyway, so we're getting back into the lead up. It, some of the, the hardest hitting things for me to swallow in this race uh, was the fact that uh, red dog got a dub on Saturday in the Xfinity race. And the energy was strong. And, uh, you know, we've been betting on Red Dog pretty much every race. It's he has just, to, right? Yeah, he's he is running so well every week. So close. And uh, for him to I, – I didn't even see the wreck. I had literally just left my home to go drive into town to grab something. 
before the all-star race started. Cause I just knew I was like, Tyler's going to win this stage. He's in golden. It was plus 1600. I got him uh, on FanDuel, I believe. And I see the discord going off immediately when I get in the car and I'm just like, what happened? And then I realized what happened, but I still, t- to this day, this, you know, this, this whole day after two days after, um, I have not watched the video of him wrecking, so I have no idea what really happened. Yeah, so, I mean, he he just lost the car. There was no other contact with anybody else. Um, Texas, like, did what Texas does sometimes and just kicked a car around. Um, I am a Tyler Reddick fan, so I am numb and, like, just desensitized to these accidents happening. Yeah, I don't want to get like that. It doesn't hurt any less, but it's just like I can like manage it a lot better. You don't hurt anymore. Right. Like, yeah, that's the yeah. thing. It's like it's I, like it doesn't I think I peaked at Bristol. I think Bristol was like the peak. I could not be any more hurt than I was at Bristol. My lord, what a rough one. Uh yeah, that was uh that was so bittersweet. I'll never forget that. But uh yeah, this uh th- there was just like a lot of carnage, man, in this race. So, um I guess, yeah, that was kind of like the biggest blow in the beginning. Uh, it was always always great to see Ricky Stenhouse uh, do something cool, won the first stage. That was like a plus 100 bet that popped off. Um, I didn't get to publicly throw that down, um, and it was like super last minute before I could get it locked in. So I just put a little bit of money on it just for good juju. Can I, inter- can I interject here? Um, yes. How do you feel about those numbers for Ricky? Do you think that that was like – a, a fair number to give him the plus 100 there? Um, you know what? I will say this. I feel like the odds makers, you know, they didn't know what the hell to expect. They didn't know what was going on. I was all over like Justin Haley to win a stage at like plus 400. I thought that was going to pop off. I thought that was just like they were sleeping on him because colleague has been decent, but obviously yeah. it just wasn't enough here. But, uh, yeah, for Ricky to have the plus 100, it's just like, you messed up. Like, he has literally had how many top tens now? Three uh, yeah, going on yeah. four in a row. Like, and you're going to put him at plus money to win a stage, but you put Eric Jones at minus 150. Now, it's like, what race are, are you looking at Auto Club and comparing that to Texas? I could see where you would do that. In all reality, Stenhouse should have been minus 150 to win a stage. Eric Jones. It was free money. It was literally yeah, free money. It really was. But like, well, you didn't really know if he would win the stage or not. So, I mean, I, I get that. But I mean, it was just like for where he was starting and just knowing Ricky and the, the momentum that he's been building, I was just like, yeah. But it just wasn't good enough to like, you know, it, it wasn't going to, I wasn't going to like bet like five units on it to give someone a huge hit. So it was like, right. eh, I'm just going to throw a couple bucks on this just to double my money, feel good about my day, you know, feel good about Ricky. So that gets done. And then the next one, Chris Busher ends up winning a stage. And I had bet on him early. He was the first bet that I actually put in for the week, just basically going back off of like the OG, like uh, the, the little, little gut punch to like Dale because he lost his entire like life savings on Chris Busher. You were there. You remember? Yeah. Yeah. That was a crazy time. I, dude. Chris Buescher was the last guy that I would have put money on in the open just due to the luck that he's had too. Um, I, congrats and kudos for calling that one so early. Well, I didn't, it did, the bet didn't hit. I basically bet him to win the all-star race oh. at plus 10,000. 
So my bet wouldn't have even went active if he wouldn't have made it. So I already had the confidence. Like Chris is going to make it. I didn't really, I don't think the odds were like stupid long for him to like win a stage. I can't remember. He was probably in the negatives just because like, but I, I, the, the thing that made me do it was mainly because like, okay. And, and we have even more proof on it. Now these races that don't count for points, these Fords have been all over it. And I feel like it's Texas. Chris Busher is in Texas. Uh, the Carhartt man himself. Uh, if you want to link Carhartt to Texas, even though they may not correlate at all, uh, you can, but I just felt like he won me a good chunk of change in the Daytona duels. So I was like, I'm just going to just run it back. I Plus it was just funny to see yeah, how Dale would react to it, which Dale didn't care, but Dale also did not want anything to do with that. So to see him get pushed forward, I was just, you know, we'll, we'll hand clap there. I was like, yeah. okay, we'll see what happens. And then third stage, Daniel Suarez uh, comes in and takes it home. Eric Jones gets the fan vote, and I don't know what happened to Eric Jones' car, but uh, it was just not good all weekend long, and and I did not expect that at this race. I don't know how you felt about it, but I really did think that the books had him right. I did think that Eric Jones was going to be bad fast, and I did think Eric Jones had an opportunity to really run up front the majority of the night. It just did not shake out that way. I mean, do you have – like, what, what do you think about how – that one played out, and did you see that coming? So the entire Cup Series weekend went the total opposite of what I was anticipating. You're not alone. Um, I think <laughs> I think that um, with this being a non-points-bearing race, I think a lot more teams were willing to just swing for the fence, whereas maybe teams who are a little bit more like mid-pack competitive like Eric Jones, maybe they were a little bit more conservative with their approach on the weekend. Like, let's not tear up equipment unnecessarily. Let's focus on the season itself and not, you know, necessarily getting up there and running for the million. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I feel like anybody wants to win a million dollars. Like, but, but there's, there's something about it. Like, I guess the drivers are a lot more calm about the million dollars. Like you let like eight dudes that run yeah, like, like world of yeah, outlaws like, yeah. to go do an also race for a million dollars. Oh dude, like disturb, let the bodies hit the floor is coming on. Well, see, and I think that's why we need to like, up the money right like give them two million for the winner um because i mean in today's nascar world i mean i don't want to speculate on people's like bank accounts but i would imagine a million dollars to a lot of the guys who are running up front probably i mean a million dollars is a lot of money to anybody but for me and you a million dollars is like yeah dude i'm gonna tackle you at the finish line for it right yeah exactly like you know that's that can be life-changing money for a lot of people but yeah i I, and I don't even know. I mean, obviously, does that money go directly to the driver or does it go to the team? So from my understanding, like all growing up, my understanding is that the money goes to the driver. Mm. Okay. So it's a, yeah, that's a different story. Like that's just a free million dollars. You gotta, you gotta go all out. So it's like, unless you're out there, like Eric Jones, like if I'd have seen Eric Jones been like, you know, screw this. I'm going to work on my own car because I'm going to win a million dollars. Oh, yeah, dude, I'm I'm I have no idea what I'm doing, but I'm going to crawl under my car and at least look like I'm trying. I, I got to at least say I feel like every team tried. Every team had to try um, because, I mean, yeah, I just I just I cannot fathom of like if I have a chance to win an opportunity, I want to give him all. Yeah, I, I think everybody dollars. was trying. Maybe I worded it wrong. I think Ford and the way that they've performed recently on the intermediates, I think that they were in a position to where they could just absolutely swing for the fence and try something that maybe they wouldn't try 
on a normal race day. I feel like if we don't see that again at other intermediates, though, it's like, is this a pressure issue? Is this a pressure issue with Ford? Is Ford nervous as a collective? I think they, I think they have to be just based on the season's performance. Very nervous Ford. Very nervous Fords out there. Uh, my dad would be happy, but dad does not like Fords. Not a big Ford uh, guy. No, he was. Uh, I think my dad was one of the original people that actually had the little Calvin. I was about to add, dude. I swear to God, I was about to bring that up. Yeah. Yeah, that was a real thing. Like in in my in my childhood, like that was a sticker. My dad was proud of that sticker. Dude, every yeah, every Southern man had yep. a Calvin sticker, and it was that either was, Ford or Chevy. Could be anything. It could be pissing on anything. That I mean, they, they too, got yeah. crazy later on down the line. <laughs> they um, did. Yeah, some of the things that would happen, but we won't go into that. But yeah, I just feel like after you know, it, it's just weird, man. Because like Logano, he's a clash. You know, Brad and Chris get the duels, and then you have uh, what was what was the next one that we had? What was what, was this the next one? Yep. What, was this the non-points race? So you have you know Kez, and then you have Logano with the first keeps getting the first timers, first time things. You know, so we got some first time races coming up. Is it something to consider with Joseph L? Uh, who knows? But uh, I did not see his pit crew winning the competition whatsoever. I think it was like plus 1,600 for them to win. Everybody had money on like Kyle Busch, which Kyle obviously Bush. voided. Yep. Yep. Um, and then uh, Blaney, too, was another one. I mean, obviously, just from what we saw in qualifying, which was kick-ass, by the way. I love the way that they did that this year. And, you know, so, yeah, it was just uh, – it, it was crazy. But I guess the strangest thing of all, was what everyone's talking about now. So it's like, we're not going to just dance over it. Uh, end of the race, caution flag flies. And it happens right before Ryan Blaney crosses the checkered flag or crosses the checkered line. And then he gets ready to celebrate. Winnet comes down, finds out afterwards that the race is still on, struggles to get it back up has some communication, finishes out the race, still wins the race. It's over. And then the controversy stirs. Denny Hamlin's pissed. Uh, you know, a lot of people on Twitter were already pissed at this point with the caution. I was the one happy guy because I had money on Denny Hamlin to win this race. So I was biased, obviously. Uh, and that that doesn't go to note anything else, by the way, because, like, anytime I have a driver that is in position to win, a race. I want whatever needs to happen for that driver to win the race. I understand people have uh, integrity and people have, you know, like, you know, could be good sports about things. I'll be the good sport once the race is over. If the race is not over. I'm going to root for my person to win. And uh, so I just want to make that clear to everyone. Um, the comments that people have, people are going to have varying com comments like all over. And I'm definitely going to give you your, your time to, to talk about it if you want to. But, like, people are going to have their comments on how everything shook out. Rules were made. Uh, things happened. It's an all-star race. This is my point. It's, it's the all-star race. These drivers know that this is definitely one of the, the gimmickiest race there is. There will not be any other races like this during the year because there are points races. There are serious races. This is not really a serious race. Um, you know, people can make all the comments they want about it at the end of the day that's where i'll leave it at it's not a serious race i have money on it it's serious for me for my win 
my guy to win. So I'm going to want my guy to win. Doesn't win. That's fine. We move on. We pack bags. Just sucked after the uh, the incredible hot weekend that old retired Dale had with trucks, Xfinity, uh, qualifying as well. Killed the qualifying bet. And then just for it all to fall down uh, was tragedy. But Ryan Blaney had a spaceship from that one place from that Naspiracy show that we did. And, uh, yeah, that's it. It was beautiful. Um, Thank you. He, he was very fast. Um, obviously, Blaney deserved to win. Um, he ran up front, you know, once he got up there, dominated the race after Kyle Busch's misfortune. Um, comes to the finish line. Now, I I've saw, like, mixed reviews on this. I thought it was common knowledge that for the All-Star race, it never finishes under yellow. So when I saw Ryan Blaney come into the start-finish line and I saw, you know, the, the broadcast booth, they're yelling, someone's in the wall. I saw the lights come on before he took the checkered flag. And I was like, this isn't it me, myself, personally, I, that's when I stood up and I was like, Oh man, like we're going to have a shootout. Um, now Scott Miller did, they might've thrown the flag prematurely. And that is a debate that anybody can make. Right. So he admitted that he, he came out, he said that straight, straight up. Yeah. He said that to her. Claire B Lang from Sirius XM. She is an absolute gem to the sport. There you go. Sounds like sounds like a mistake was made. And, yeah, and it um, happens, right? Yeah. And if there's going to be a mistake that happens, isn't it great that it happened in a non-points-bearing race? Yeah, I feel um, that, thousand percent. I don't think that there's a reason to raise the 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 pitchforks and you know the torches and rush NASCAR HQ. I don't think that this is even like remotely close to the most controversial thing that's maybe happened like in recent years in NASCAR, right? Yeah, um, there's been a lot of like questionable calls where it's like, I don't know. This one was for a race where guys are racing for a million dollars and like, that's it. Right. Yeah. And where was Ricky at, by the way, when that happened? Did he have cars behind him? Um, so he was like about a third of the way down the back stretch when it happened. So like it's safety last close to I mean, by the time he wrecked and everything and like it cleared up around him. Yeah. Like there was no, no imminent, like from my fan perspective, there was no imminent danger, like to just letting the race finish. So like, I understand when people are making that argument, um, but at the same fine. time, it, this is a race where like, you want to have as many cautions, right? Exactly. As yeah. you, can. you want, it needs to be spiced up. And I remember like the last few laps, I looked over at my fiance and I was like, now would be the perfect time for just like an infamous phantom caution. Let's just get it exciting. Yeah. And it happened. What did I do? I did not turn my TV off. I didn't throw anything. I stood up because I was like, all right, this is now we're like getting down to the wire. For I thought dollars. Denny was going to win. I thought yeah, I was like, this I think is every, it. yeah, for sure. I mean, Denny was quick um, restarting side by side. I think they really I think the caution was like a, a gift from the racing gods just to give us something exciting, you know, to close yeah. out the race. Um the, the third stage had a lot, or the fourth stage, I'm sorry, the fourth stage, the final stage, there was a lot more action, obviously, because it was shorter. But the moment they spread out, it was like, man, like, I wish that we could have been closer a little bit longer. Yeah, um, we had so more. we got we got that on the restart. Um, Blaney drops his window net. It is what it is. Once again, um, back to what Scott Miller said, um, they had like ran through like how they could bring Blaney in if they needed to and then they didn't exactly know like there's a whole NASCAR rule book right that is like probably yeah. as thick as a bible that 
I don't know. I can't speculate on, but I would imagine there are so many like different contingencies. What if it's in NASCAR's rule book where if Blaney has to come down pit road, if that's the case, then he's going to start from the back. That could be in the rules. So then they're trying to figure out like, do we just like throw that rule out? But they said that they felt that he had it secure enough and he was comfortable enough to run it. So they put their faith in the driver. And even after the race, Blaney said that he felt safe with the window net. So back to the window net argument, I don't know why people are so frustrated about it because we weren't driving it. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's kind of like the thing that I'm looking at too. Like, even though like it sucks and like, it would have, it like, dude, if, if that caution happens and then they, they re-rack, even with Ryan up front, I feel like at that point, if Denny would have one and he would have gotten around him, it would have still – it would have just been, like, the most terrible thing. There would, it, there would have been yeah. controversy. This race, just based on what I saw from Twitter alone, it genuinely was damned from the start. Like, it was guaranteed yeah. that everybody was going to just tear into it. And people have already been given Texas, like, uh, you know, a right. tough time. And let's, let's not lie. Like, I've been to Texas. Uh, you've been to Texas. Uh, I, I, I like other tracks. I like some other tracks. You know, there are yeah, definitely other sure. tracks I, out there that I like. People have their favorite think, tracks. It's not a sin yeah. to have favorite tracks. And I don't think it's – I don't think it is controversial at all to say that Texas, since the, the new packages got implemented – like it's not been the most exciting race. And I think any, I was ready. I thought that. Yeah. And I, I was just like, I was so excited to see the gen seven on this track because I'm like, you know what, if there's anything that can really like chill out the public's perception of Texas and even me personally, cause like I'm so used to like what we see at Vegas and auto club and some of those other tracks where like, it's just constant passing. Like that's the main thing you want. Um, clean air is obviously still King at Texas and every driver said it. Uh, so, I mean, that's just something that, you know, they've got a, I, I don't think there's anything really to figure out there. It's just, that's, is that's it okay? Is it okay for us to have just like one track that's this way? I mean, so we could like throw it over to formula one. There are some formula one courses that they run on where passing is viable and you can win from P five. And yeah. then there are some tracks where if you start first, you win. Hey, that's just like they put more emphasis on qualifying, right? Yeah, and qualifying and so, like, that's, is the important part. And obviously, that's how this, this this shakes out. And so it's like you know, if this is that one track that's like that, because I have not seen another track that's. I mean, I've, we've seen multiple tracks that were kind of like this last year with the how you know the the car was, but now we don't see that that much anymore. So, you know, like if it's just one race, it's like this. It's like whatevs. It's just like give it your all in qualifying, get up there and, and make it rain, make it yeah, happen. Play with Find some strategy if you have to, like, I think Texas is definitely much more of a strategic track than what a Charlotte is. Now Charlotte yeah. has some of the greatest green, like long green flag run green stop finishes of all time. We've had so many like fuel races at Charlotte, but Can't Texas wait. now is such a crazy strategic race because it's like, we like qualifying trim almost needs to be like focused on way more than the race trim itself. Yeah. You get, uh, you definitely get, it's like, I guess you would say the closest comparable strategy race this year would be like two races that come to mind, Richmond and Martinsville. Martinsville was definitely all about pit road. How quick you could get on and off is what it seemed like anyway. And then Richmond, obviously we saw Denny Hamlin who was running like garbage that entire race come up in the end and, and take yeah. it. And so it's like, those are the the kind of things that, that where your pit crew and your crew chief really matter. And so, yeah, if it's like that, it's whatevs, 
But the, the moral of the story here is that if this was a points race, I feel like people would have a lot more of a firm leg to stand on. It was an all-star race. And, uh, and, and at the end of the day, you know, if let's say tables are turned, I know Denny was upset about how the, the stuff was shaken out. Let's say Denny does win that race. Everyone's angry. Uh, you know, Ryan Blaney wins that race. Everyone's still angry. It doesn't matter. You're and, and like, that's what it boils down to at the end of the day. Some people are going to be like, Hey, you know what? We'll, you know, pick up, we'll move forward. Some people are going to stay hung up. You, you choose what side you're on, figure it out. I know where I'm at. You know where you're at. And like, that's just basically how it goes. However, when you are betting on the favorite of a race, just always know that uh, a that guy can wreck and all the money that you're putting up, you have to put up extra money to get better value that goes away a lot faster. So I did not bet on either Kyle Bush or Ryan Blaney to win this race because of where their odds were. And Kyle Larson was another one that uh, I did not bet on because of where the odds were. Who who's the first car out of the All-Star race? Kyle Larson. Larson yeah. Yeah. Like that that was a huge blow. Favorite was gone. Uh, Kyle Bush chose to stay out when everyone else came in for new tires. What happens when you don't pit for new tires at a racetrack that kind of eating them up just likes to eat tires yeah what it's a risk you took a risk and and it was a bad one and that's the risk that sucked because my homie chastain got caught up in that i had him plus 1000 uh a lot of people in the garage fam did as well and so i didn't even realize he wrecked it first i didn't even realize he was the car that ran into chase elliott me and even like the broadcast booth everybody's like cindric i thought it was also yeah yeah i thought it was cindric and like, so I was just like, oh, this is all right. And then it, Chase gets hit and it sucked because like Chase was not somebody that a lot of people had eyes on after qualifying. And dude, he was flying. Yeah, he got he up front really well. Yeah. Passing, just flying. So, I mean, there was a lot of passing going on behind the leader, but like, yeah, that, that clean air definitely played a large part. But yeah, if you don't pit and you get new tires and stuff, like that's, that's what's going to happen, you know? Apparently, it's it's a risk, especially at a race where there are no points that matter. So you can do those risks. Yeah, those kind of wrecks were going to happen. Those kind of—that's why a lot of people don't bet on the all-star races because you know that like people are just like kind of just out for blood, doing their thing. So anyway, I feel like that's uh that's about all there really is to talk about the all-star race, unless you have anything else. Uh, And I would like to maybe discuss, uh, you know, what what do you think the all-star race? could use you know are there any ideas that cody has in his world of like things that you would like to see possibly um honestly for me like i'm not going to be this guy who is going to try to tell nascar how to run their organization from my couch um but i do think the idea of putting the clash back in daytona and using this traveling date for the all-star race. I think the little stadium series thing that we did with the clash would make an incredible all-star race. It would, it would. And like, I think one thing with that is uh new markets. Yeah, absolutely. Quick build tracks, new markets, football field stadiums. Let's yeah. go to Wimbledon for an well, all-star. You know, what makes a really great time at like an sport. outdoor football stadium, a race yeah. and a concert. That's Why right. Set up a nice stage. Like, for the the clash, you know, where they had everybody like the DJs and then Pitbull performed up mm-hmm. like in the, the stairway area. 
Well, we could put an artist down in the center at some of these stadiums. So iconic, yeah. Yeah, like Garth Brooks. Do like partner up a Garth Brooks concert with a NASCAR race and watch that football stadium just fill up. Garth Brooks, Death Valley in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, with a NASCAR race going on around. Tell me, yeah, like call Baton Rouge. Yeah, and I'm here for that. Yeah, have uh, what's his name, Brian Kelly, out there dancing. Mm -hmm. All right, so yeah, I love these ideas. These are great ideas. These are fun ideas, fun things. Just uh, something like a little bag of tricks that could be pulled out at any time. Not necessarily saying everything has to change, but just some cool ideas. And we want to know what your cool ideas are too. So definitely tag us, let us know what, what you would like to see. If there was like one event or something like cool that could be added, I'll give mine. So I have two things I think would be amazing to see. Number one, a burnout competition to, uh, to like basically everyone just brings one car that's just set up for burnouts. And whoever has like the sickest burnout uh, gets a certain spot in qualifying. Now, now, all right, what are our limitations here? Do we have just cup drivers? Do we have cup? I think I think probably just cup drivers. Like okay. you know, but Joey Logano would probably win. He's really good at burnouts. Joseph L. Ross Chastain's getting pretty good. I mean, he just all he needs to do, like he wouldn't even need to burn out. He would push the car to the start finish line, smash a watermelon. And then no, so he needs to take one of those, you know, at Walmart when they're at watermelon season, they got the big pallets of watermelons. Yeah. Do like a Jim Connor with the watermelon Ooh. pallets. Ooh. All right. Yeah. With See, that's car. what I'm saying. You can get creative with it. Like you could do whatever you yeah, want. This would be this would be NASCAR's answer to the uh slam dunk contest that the NBA has. Kaboom. That, that, that's where it all boils down to, right there. And another thing, too, like you know, all-star week right in a lot of sports they have like all-star week for nba uh all-star you know pro bowl nobody watches the pro bowl for nfl let's be real um very true uh the fact that madden even has a pro bowl on it blows my mind um and so like mlb they got their all-star game whatever so i feel like what if nascar was to try some hybrid stuff one year right let's say one year they make it to where like there's like an off week you know after the all-star race people can kind of just chill whatever and then like pick back up on whatever the next race would be on the schedule and you made the all-star race a gauntlet like the olympics for the drivers you ran a makeshift road course you ran a makeshift uh short track and then a makeshift oval and it's like the winners of those races, all of the three of those guys were like one, two, three that start in the actual like all-star race, however you would do it. But basically you get like the three best guys on the, th- on the three types of tracks. And then you go full blown Tony Stewart style and do a figure eight and drift competition. Um, I'm all in. I'm buying mm-hmm. a ticket for that tonight. Yeah. That would be that would be the ultimate thing that would piss everyone off uh, in all of time, and oh, yeah. uh, it would just be the ultimate troll of life. So I think that that would be kind of funny. Can we have a happened. ramp? Yeah, Travis Pastrana comes out of retirement not to drive a NASCAR, but to be pulled uh, on a BMX bicycle behind a car and jumps a ramp up high in the sky. 
I want to know what what uh, Jim Bob has to say about that one. Jim Bob seven nine five four two five at Jim Bob seven nine five four two five on Twitter. Same what it used to be. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's man. Like I think that would be dope. But no, in all seriousness, I, I do think that uh, that definitely more involvement with the pit crews. I love seeing pit crew guys and pit yeah, crew I would love doing this stuff. What would be cool um, on this topic is have like the tire carrier two. Uh-huh. Tires, one in each arm, and they have like a hundred meter dash. Oh, that would be sick. That would be cool. So you just have the games. It's it's the yeah. all star game. It's the NASCAR games. Yeah. Maybe this isn't the all star race. Maybe we're inventing the NASCAR Olympics, the NASCAR games. Like, what if like opposite of a uh, what's what's the carnival game where you you hit the mallet and then the oh uh, whack a mole. Oh no, you're talking about like the the power tower. Yeah, yeah. Where you, you get to so, see how strong you are, measured yeah, off so, of a uh, rigged uh, piece of steel. Right, exactly. So do that kind of like inverted and have like the jackman and so you can like jack the most pressure in like one pump. Yeah. Right? Like stuff okay. like, like have every position, like a fuel man who can like fuel up uh, a, a clear gas tank the fastest, right? So we can like see the gas going in. That would be so dope, and it would give so much exposure to these guys too. Like It would like let you get to know who these guys are. Yeah. And to also show you how serious a pit crew athlete is. Athlete. That's, I, I don't even know where, what dialect that is, like what, what part of the country I just spoke. I in. understood exactly <laughs> what you were saying. So that's like my half broken Appalachian accent. Oh, like my God. I understood. So, so yeah, like th- there's just so many different ideas that can be done. But I really do, I, I, I love the idea of, of definitely doing like a burnout competition. I think that should be something that's done another thing where uh, underglow it was short-lived it was unnecessarily short-lived i thought it was i thought it was really cool for the all-star race i enjoyed it i did enjoy it myself after you know it was funny at the time but i enjoyed it and i think that especially if a drift competition ever came around for the nascar i don't even know how that would look or what that would look like uh but you know they would have to have the underglow for that if they ever went that route yeah um, so, like I said, this is the only non-points race, uh, uh, one of the only non-points races. Might as well go berserk with it yeah, and, and have a good time. That's it. Right. Yeah. So, that's 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 that. So, we got some cool ideas there. Um, and then uh, I thought it was funny Noah Gregson was driving a hatchback uh, car. He had a really funny post that he put out where he was basically uh, turned his, his NASCAR Chevy Camaro for the Xfinity series into a, uh, a Kia soul. I think it was a black rifle coffee Kia soul. I, I don't Talk know about the first. I mean, I know this is like a joking topic, but that last hit was like pretty dang hard. It that was. like really crumpled it in. It was dude. He was like, where's David star? <laughs> yeah. Is he behind me? No, uh, not David star again. Yeah. Not him. Not this guy. Um, but yeah, there was uh, I didn't get to watch a whole lot of the Xfinity race. I know that a lot of people had money on tie. I had money on tie. It didn't work out. It didn't pan yeah. out too well. And that, dude, all of, all of the big dogs, they were all done. And that's crazy. Crash. Yeah. That was, that was the story of Texas, dude. If you put money on anybody at the, in the all-star race, you probably lost unless you bet on Blaney. Um, Xfinity race, you probably bet on Ty plus 600 because that's how you wanted it to be. Tyler Reddick ended up winning. Uh, we actually garage fam had money on Reddick. So that was good. That was a big hit. And, uh, and yeah, so that was Texas. We're on to Charlotte. Um, and, uh, we'll definitely have the preview show 
coming out uh, at the end of the week. Uh, we're actually going to be en route to Charlotte for the 600, my first 600 I've ever attended. Cody, I wish you could make your way to Charlotte. Right. Work schedule just body slamming. Yeah, I got Batista bombed. I want to like, I want to hire somebody for you. I want to come up there and wear like a nice suit and just put on interviews. And then like your boss will be like, who are you? Yeah. Like I'm the new business consultant here. Who hired you? And be like, I hired my, myself. I'm here. Yeah. Like I said, business consultant. Right. I think it's, it'd be a smart practice to pay Cody for this week and let him come with me. Uh, that was, that was one thing that I would say to them. I would do it with a straight just, face. Yeah. You have just like a small dollar tree whiteboard and you're like, you've drawn your own graph to show like the way sales are projected if they do that. Right. I would actually just, I would go pick up that one sign that's on the pole with that one woman where she, she turned 60. Oh yeah. Um, I would go get that one and then I would write on it and then like flip it up and be like, Hey, don't forget the party. Yep. Shout out Carolyn. One time. Shout out to Carolyn. Great person. If you're ever in, uh, in the the, the Tennessee area and you see a sign that says Carolyn 60, you'll know what we're talking about. If you don't, you still kind of know what we're talking about now, but just imagine like Liza Minnelli on that board. That's what she looks like. <laughs> she kind of looks like Liza Minnelli. Uh, but yeah, so that was always fun. Well, it looks like it's time for Naspiracies. I don't know how long we're going to dive in this tangent. Oh, get a little more, get a little more. Naspiracies. All right. It's Naspiracies. Uh, we, we've been doing this podcast now for a while, so we appreciate you if you're still tuning in, but this is now time for very serious topics, uh, things that have happened in NASCAR, uh, whether in the past, the present or the future, uh, you don't really know. We might have a time machine. This is Naspiracies. Uh, on today's Naspiracies, Cody and I will be breaking down the recent rumor that Kyle Busch will have a major tech company. Uh, taking over the 18 Joe Gibbs racing car, Toyota car, uh, for the 2023 season? Um, I think the best way to summarize uh, what our investigative journalism has brought us is a who, what, when, where, why. Mm. Um, yeah, this one, is, this one is crazy, actually. The idea that we are this far into the season and Kyle Busch does not have a confirmed sponsor for next season is mind-blowing. Like genuinely mind blowing. It is pretty nuts. I'll say I'll say this much about it. It's like you know, uh, you know, nuts because peanut M and M's. There were nuts in the M and M's. M and M's will not be on the car anymore, unfortunately. So you would think that someone as large as Mars removing themselves and a team as large as Joe Gibb Racing would already have been like, hey, we've got this in the bag. However, times are are tough because I don't I don't know whether it's people don't want to sponsor Kyle Busch. I, which I find crazy. I feel like he's one of the most marketable drivers uh, in the sport. I feel like anybody should want to. He is a ride or die for his sponsors too. I he mean, he really is. Like, of course, you know, Kyle has his on track antics, and that's Kyle Bush. Right? That's a part of the show. You know, yeah, you tune and in like, for the show. He will go to battle for his sponsors. Every single sponsor he has, he's so good about naming them. 
doing, you know, uh, paid placements on his Instagram or, I mean, first off, dude's an incredible marketer for his own company. Yeah, uh, he is. Rowdy, like he is killing dude, He's got rowdy energy with him at all times. Like, yeah. like, and you know that it's a good energy drink because he has not had a heart attack from how many he's drank. Right. Um, so, I mean, like he's still alive and kicking. He's got rowdy energy. It's right there with him. He's ready to go. And I do love the fact that he is very passionate about a company that he has himself, whereas pretty much anyone that owns a company should be passionate about that as much as he is about Rowdy. Um, there have been a lot of talks. People were like, oh, well, he's just going to sponsor himself with Rowdy Energy. I don't think so, pal. Uh, that's a lot of money that would be coming out of his pocket. He wants to make sure that that money is secured from someone else so that he can focus on making sure he can still bring in cans of Rowdy Energy because that's probably the best way to market it. Uh, but this leads us into this uh, this rabbit hole that we're about to jump into, uh, trying to figure out what major tech company could this be that is going to sponsor Kyle Bush in 2023, if in fact it is going to be a major tech company at all. Uh, Cody, what are some of the facts? Uh, behind this case, so Joe Gibbs has reached out to his partner, um, Tad, it, who is one of the owners of JTG Doherty. I'm not going to pronounce his last name because I will absolutely butcher it and just be ridiculously disrespectful, but it's a very complicated last name. Yeah. Yeah. I always try to take the high road on this, this situation. Um, so he's reached out to him. This man is the man who has formulated Ricky Stenthouse's ridiculous schemes all year long. So through his marketing company, he has somehow like got Kroger Kroger's the house and who all lives in that house? It is every brand just about that Kroger sells. So that's how Ricky is able to have these like Irish Spring slash um, Talkie slash Slim Jim cars is because like they're all just under the same umbrella. So the facts of the matter is this dude clearly knows how to market and he knows how to build a proposal. Who likes proposals? Smart people, right? They want right. to see how it's going to pay off, where it's going to pay off, when it's going to pay off and why it's going to pay off um start talking about major tech companies um i mean a, a few come to mind immediately right like you're you're thinking apple google facebook slash meta um like all of those like just immediately flash into your head for me though i want to send it in this direction it's going on a toyota toyota is like the pride of japan when it comes to the automotive world mm. what else is the pride of japan mm. sony Oh, wow. So, so Sony, Sony is a major tech company. Uh, you know, a lot of people may know Sony by uh, the one major thing that they created. Uh, the, Vita. the right, the Walkman, the Walkman. Oh, okay. Yeah. We're in different generations there. It's okay. Well, it's actually the Walkman psych, the CD player. Oh, uh, okay. With okay. the cool, with the cool thing, they didn't make anything else, but Walkmans and Vitas. Uh, everyone knows what a Vita is. We don't even have to say what comes in front of it. Uh, there was a company that made video games uh, also in Japan um, that a lot of people thought was Sony, but it was actually Sega. Uh, yeah, Dream, yeah. Dreamcast. Never forget um, the Dreamcast. Uh, but yeah, so you know, Sony doesn't make video games. That, that's one problem that I think we have is you know, uh, you know, you got to make video games. To, wait, they do make video games. What, they make, what, uh, what did they make? Uh, what was it? Uh, game, Gamecast? Gamecast. Uh, yeah. Now, I'm sorry. I'm an Xbox player. I have yeah, a hard time. Yeah. 
have so a hard time. I, I was on the opposite side of the fence here. And this one actually could see me becoming a Kyle Bush fan deep down. Um, the idea of a beautiful blue PlayStation blue car out mm. there every single week. I could see it like competing, kind of like give it the Sirius XM vibe when Chris Bell runs that blue Sirius okay. XM ride. Okay. I could totally see like that. Like, and I don't think it would be just Sony. I think it would be like Bravia. I think it would be PlayStation. Um, you know, Sony owns like different programs too. Um, I believe it is Avid. Uh, the music program is a Sony product as well. We have the Sony cameras. Um, Sony covers so much, right? But also I can spin it off from here. Another major tech company out of Japan, which would be really cool. Let's see a Mario car out there. Ooh. Nintendo. That would be for me personally, that would make me a happy man if we saw like a Nintendo uh, car at any point. In time. I think uh, Joey Logano drove the Wii car at one yep. time. Yep. So, it was the, so the GameStop crossover. They were there at, at one point, you know, and I think he did run that on a road course. How great would it have been if it would have actually been painted like a rainbow? Um, that would have been pretty cool. That would have rainbow been ironic. Road. Rainbow Road. Exactly. Uh, the, the truth of the matter is, is that this isn't about Joey Logano, nor is it about Nintendo. It is about Kyle Busch and a tech company that could be taken over. So you went the route of Sony. I don't think that that's a bad play. However, I just don't see much correlation between Kyle Busch and Sony. Kyle Busch is a man that needs to make sure that he has a good fit with his company. Seeing Kyle Busch with a mouthful of M&Ms, that's something that I can see. You know, seeing Kyle Busch working uh, with tools, you know, if he ever runs, uh, what was it, the Craftsman? Craftsman's car that, he, that they run. Is it Craftsman? Is it Craftsman? Do they it run is. Craftsman? Yeah. Okay, yeah. it's just Craftsman. Sorry, the, so I get confused with, uh, with red and black Craftsman and not yellow and black craftsman that's chris bell but uh but yeah so uh you know i could see kyle bush working with tools uh interstate batteries i could see kyle uh putting a battery in a car um also sports clips i could see kyle getting his haircut out of sports clips all these things add up really well do i see kyle bush playing playstation not so much he was seen more uh like an xbox guy and, and i just say that from experience nice. but but I uh, just wanted to get that out there. However, I feel like this could be going in a different direction. Um, you know, a lot of people these days like to be cryptic uh, with their words. You know, there's a lot of things out there in life where, you know, you want to say one thing, but you also want it to kind of be a surprise. You kind of want to package it real nice. Major tech company. Okay. When I think about major tech company, your mind immediately goes to, to Google, Apple, uh, you know, Facebook. Meta now, as we should call it, or Alphabet, which is what Google's called, which I still don't understand. Uh, but you know, for some reason, it's there. Let's let's go into cryptic uh, terms. Major, big, tech could mean a few things. Uh, company, uh, something that makes things. Tech deck. Let's talk about it. Oh, oh. Skateboarding is back in 2022, the year of our Lord. 2022 skateboarding is bouncing back in a big way recently a tony hawk documentary has just dropped uh you know it, which is a great documentary you can find on hbo as well if you haven't watched it definitely check it out uh all over my instagram page uh, mainly because i follow a lot of these accounts i see a lot of skateboarding videos day in and day out what more of a great way to show that skateboarding is back and to show the extreme natures of kyle bush than to put tech deck on the hood of his car. 
there's all kinds of tricks. You can literally make a commercial where his car could be a skateboard and it could do flips. You know, that would be a funny commercial. This is a major company at one point in time. Uh, however, the uh, I think the company Spin Masters uh, actually creates tech deck. Um, so it could just open up for a lot of toys. I don't think we would get to that point. Uh, but and that uh, would make sense, though. He's he's a total family man now. He's got two kids. So he like, he's he got to start catering to his audience. Yeah, it's true. And, and what more could we ask for than for a house full of tech decks for all of the kids in America? I played with tech decks. Uh, my child has tech decks. Uh, I still play with tech decks. Uh, I don't know if you were you a tech deck kid. Did you have tech Absolutely. Decks? I had a tech deck birthday cake one year. You had to have tech decks. And I mean, if we're looking at this, Kyle Bush fits the narrative for tech decks. He's an extreme guy. He does extreme things. Uh, pairing him up with different skateboarders, uh, you know, and, and getting him to uh, to show off cool little model sets before he gets in a car. You know, we all know that he loves the media. He would love to sit there and show off his tech deck ramps and things like that and this is where the crossover happens because during all-star weekend espn decides to do the x games during all-star weekend at the stadiums because now the the espn tech deck extreme x games Mm -hmm. are happening live during the nascar all-star weekend that's right. How much more exciting would it be than to basically take a reboot of Tony Hawk's uh, uh, Boom Boom Huck Jam? Uh, I think it was called Huck, Huck Jam, Boom Boom Huck Jam. I might be yep. slaughtering yep. that. That's right. That's right. I want to make sure it's right. I, I, I always wanted to go to that as a child. I, I can't remember if I actually did or not. I may have, but it's just, my, my memory is very, very faint. Uh, I did play a lot of Tony Hawk Pro Skater. What was the one, what was the one in Vancouver? Ooh uh i'm not sure uh was kyle bush there no no kyle bush wasn't there no this was this was a tony hawk i think this one was in underground one maybe when you but go do to we Vancouver. know but do we know if kyle bush was there i can't confirm that he wasn't okay tony hawk's boom boom hawk jam vancouver that's what yeah. we're gonna look up right now there was something there was there something uh, spectacular that happened uh at catches air on boom boom hawk jam uh let's see the north american tour I can't. I think it went all over the place. It went everywhere. It traveled. Okay. Kind of so, like yeah. a NASCAR so, race. Exactly. And inside yes. of NASCAR, JGR. Inside of JGR, the 18 car, which will be replaced by a major tech company, will be Tech Deck. Um, it's also spelled T E C H, just yeah. like major tech. That, that is true. So I do have an inside source on this matter. Mm. And um, let's hear it. I, I don't want to, you know, make too many ways with the statement, but rumor has it that the rap will be grip tape. Mm, there you go see that will provide a lot of protection as well because if anything happens like at the all-star race and he decides to make some calls that may be questionable like staying out after everyone else is pitting and you've been running your tires down the tires go flat you're still gripped firmly to the track and the speed can carry you in in theory ross would have just jumped him Mm. at at the also instead of you know like just hitting his car and causing damage he would have had enough grip on his wrap to where when Ross launched, it wouldn't have caused any damage. Ross would have just jumped over Kyle and the race would have continued. Very true. Or the back of his car could actually convert into a prototype of the plastic ramps that Tech Deck creates, making a springboard for Ross Chastain to fly over. 
the car yeah, honestly, or any other think, car in the future. Right. Would we rather take this route or, you know, damage cars weekly? I mm-hmm. think if, if instead of having to wreck Kyle out of the way and we save a car, you can just jump over Kyle. And I think that it just makes for a better on TV product. It very, it very much does. So this is definitely the way uh, this would be great to see tech tech. Uh, so that's, that's the, the Naspiracy right there. Um, is it salt? Who knows? Only, uh, only, only time will tell. But uh, I think all signs are definitely pointing towards a tech deck sponsorship for Kyle Bush and more skateboarders and boom, boom, huck jams to reunite and be held um, at certain tracks. This could uh, put Ryan Sheckler on on the trail of following behind Frankie Muniz. That's right. If we have Frankie Muniz racing cars in, in 2022, why can't Ryan Sheckler skateboard at NASCAR racetracks in 2022? Yeah. And why can't he be hanging out with Kyle Bush promoting his new tech deck? There's no reason. And the fact that it's not already happening is the shame. I think we cracked the case on that one. But uh, that, that has been Naspiracies. That was a great Naspiracies. I, I, really, I really feel uh, very uh, sold on the fact that that is the sponsor now. Uh, yeah, can you buy I, them at Kroger? Not yet. Mm, but soon. Yep. But soon. All right. We hope you have enjoyed this, uh, this long recap. It always is long when Cody and I are in the house because we don't get to talk a lot. And so not only are you everybody gets to become like just a part (laughs) of our personal conversation, (laughs) kind of, it really is kind of like that. And that's the beauty of it. So like, obviously I hope you guys did enjoy this. I don't know where you are in the show. If you've gotten here and you didn't listen to anything else, I don't care because I still love you. And it's just always awesome to get to catch up with the homie Cody F and powers. And, uh, and yeah, that is the, the beauty of it. We actually are just, you and I just spitballing. Yeah, the funny thing is people are like wow this is extravagant no this is a normal conversation between us it really is and i think that's that's what makes it even more beautiful get your ass to a race soon i miss you man and uh and and thanks so much for being on the show where can everybody in the garage fam follow you at and uh and tell us a little bit about what you got going on over at left turn cult yeah so thanks for having me it's always fun to come on um last year's rv trip was incredible uh i think back at it all the time i'm like man like rewind time and let's do that again yeah uh but you can find me on twitter at natterday delight um i'm not sponsored but that's just the 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 twitter name i came up with uh when i flushed the old account away um but i do also do my own thing over on the side it's left turn cult you can find that twitter instagram facebook youtube um nascar show where just fans talk about the sport and we complain a lot i heard your discord's free dude our our discord is free too yeah we have the yeah and cold discord yeah i don't I love plug free that discords, enough. Dude. yeah yeah love dude. free discords totally free 100 free <laughs> we love it obviously everybody here listening knows that you the discord is free for garage guys as well a lot of betting stuff going on in there uh chat about all sports we actually just added diving dogs that is a sport now Diving um, dog. You can bet on that? ESPN, you can't bet on it yet. Oh, yet. Uh, diving dogs on ESPN2, AKC. It's an actual sport now. Oh, man. D- did you see that e-scooter thing? I don't think so. Bro, you, okay. What, I'll send e-scooter. it to you. I'll see. Right, dude, we we'll have electric that. scooter racing. All right. And, I, and I'll make sure the Garage Fam finds out about it as well. If you don't hear anything about the e-scooter thing, just just tag you know me on Twitter and then CC Cody. Say, yep. what was the e-scooter thing? And we'll let you know. But uh, once again, thanks, everybody, for tuning in, listening. We'll be back at you for the race preview show for the Coca-Cola 600. 
at Charlotte Motor Speedway. Uh, it's going to be fun. And uh, that that's it. That's a recap. That was fun. Yeah. Tech deck. All day.